listening to Revelations Radio News with Andrew Hoffman and Tim Kilkenny, a listener-supported podcast located at revelationsradionews.com. We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order. Either you are with us or you are with the terrorists. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Podcasting to you from just down the street from the deep prairie horizon oil spill, where I am happy to have filtered water. I am one of your hosts, and my name is Tim Kilkenny. And podcasting from Piedmont, Oklahoma. No oil spills here. I'm Andrew Hoffman. Woo. Somebody threw a link of the telegram that kind of freaked me out. Like less than a mile from my house. So like, look at this on 178th in Portland. I'm like, what in the world? That's right by my house. They're building a Chick-fil-A right down there. <laughs> what in the yeah. world? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh... I bet it's cleaned up by now. If but, you had... Uh... It's if weird. you had been a, a little more paying attention, you could have been the man on the street interview. I totally could have been the man on the street interview. Like I think, just r- run over there, get some oil on you. Yeah. And then like make up a rap song, totally not scripted. <laughs> just be like, I was just running down the street, training for my marathon, and I slipped into this oil vat. Now I'm covered in oil. I looked further into the these are them Arby's boys, and I I don't know if any of those interviews are real. I'm a disillusioned now. Oh, he, he's a Satanist in one of his videos. But I th- I think he just cuts up the. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think maybe one of them was real, and then he just cut up the rest of the those interviews and made it seem like he was in them. But I don't know. They really do let him go on and on in those videos. It kind of doesn't make sense. Yeah. So no, it doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense, but. Uh, the most talked about thing, uh, I had two people message me in the telegram and say, Hey, Tim, there's no show notes, but I found Dem Arby's boys and he's a Satanist. (laughs) (laughs) Tim, uh, no links in the show notes as your, you know, lovely wife has been saying at the end of the show since its inception, please check out the links in this, in the show notes. Uh, but no links these last couple of times, just telegram link. My apologies on that. I, Slight oversight with the busyness around here, uh, and, but everyone was uh, quick to point out them Arby's boys a Satanist. So, uh, but my friend, my friend, my my brother, my brother-in-law, 
He pointed out to me that I was talking, of course, about Antoine Dodson. He was the one who had someone try to break into his house in the projects. And it got auto-tuned, uploaded like a million times. And I guess now he's turned it into like a bird, not burgeoning, but like a pretty successful musical career. He's, he sings and does other things. So you never know. These men on the streets can turn into turn into real, real money. <laughs> Big opportunities. Yeah. 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 Some people dream of so, being being on a game show. Some people dream of getting interviewed about some local disaster. I mean, he turned it into into money. I mean, it's either be Antoine Dodson turn it into a career. I mean, be auto tuned like six times to six different remixes within a week, or you could go a different route. You can Instagram live or Facebook live yourself while you and your friends rob a Lululemon store and then <laughs> en- end up in jail. In, within a day or two like like how it started how it's going you you choose choo- choose your own adventure yeah the i mean it at that point they just have to arrest her right yeah I mean, it's like they, they don't want to but it's like okay you're <laughs> using your real identity and you're live streaming yourself committing crimes like we, we probably should go arrest you <laughs> Dang it! Didn't want to do that. AOC was just telling us about how it was reparations. I don't think we should arrest you, but okay, since you filmed yourself doing it. Yeah, uh, more evidence of society coming apart at the seams. I mean, that's not a good look. Okay, let's 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 exclude the hot topic, the gal who I, I brought up who live streamed herself doing it. Uh, just the whole smash and grab, you know, uh, in the first place, the whole smash and grab uh, phenomena is an example of how society is kind of coming apart, right? It is. It's also uh, intentionally manipulated oh, into yeah. happening. No, I, I know. I know. Yeah. I know, but it, yes. Yeah, that's true. But like, I'm just talking about like the moral. If you don't want people breaking into stores, you just arrest the people that break into steal stores. stuff, right? And make it that it's really not worth their while to steal things, and all of a sudden, they stop stealing things. Yeah. So it's it's a very very much a manipulated situation where, like, hey, by the way. You know, social justice, so we're just probably just going to not arrest you unless you steal beyond $300 worth of stuff, or whatever the number is. But 999 Nine hundred, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, how's things in the Hoffman household? We jumped right into some strangeness there. We didn't uh, talk talk too much about our normal, normal things, but I don't have much to report. Uh, you know, things are... Pretty similar here as they've been. What's going on over there? Oh, hanging in there. We're uh, still out on the road. It's. I was one of the top 10 salesmen in the company for September up through last week. That's, last week. That's awesome. Congratulations. Hopefully they pay you. So, well, so you know. Some money as a reward. Some theoretical money out there. Theoretical money somewhere yep. in there. 
I don't know. The one thing that's going on over here in the, in the uh, Kilkenny household is uh, we're uh, looking at the uh, prices have gone up. Yeah, it does seem like they've gone up on on pretty much everything. I feel like I spend a lot of my time at the gas pump. How about you, Andrew? <laughs> ah, well, you know the the Honda gets pretty good gas mileage. What, so are, you, what are you getting on that thing? Let's let's talk about something interesting. What, what kind of gas mileage you get on that car? Thirty three miles per gallon. Oh. Is that a magic thir- number? Magic number reference. Thirty-three miles per gallon is really good. It's like yeah. t- two times as much as I'm getting. Yeah, it's. I mean, I'm pretty much. I mean, that's highway, but it's exclusively highway, and I'm exclusively I'm, I'm basically, city. Basically, yeah, exclusively highway. So, I never took you took took you for a highway man, but there you go. Yeah, we. Uh, yeah, on the the car front, we got the. Vans axles repaired, leaky axles. So got some brakes and axles, and yeah, so another you know fourteen hundred fifty dollars on car stuff. You know how much (laughs) I love spending money on cars. I know, I know, I could have a car payment or, but uh, I do have a car payment and I get repair bills. So yeah. All, all the good stuff. I did see someone post. Uh, she's a realtor over there in Piedmont, and she posted a some sort of a meme or reel on Instagram talking about the one of the only negative parts of living in Oklahoma is the potholes. And she like hit one with her truck, and her head's like flailing around in the video. And I love that joke, not because I never run into potholes here in Edmond, but I know where she lives, and she's down in Piedmont. So, yep. so out in Piedmont where there is big old potholes. Oh yes, yeah. Where when I first looked up Piedmont, Oklahoma, I found the one big tornado they had here and lots of mentions of potholes. There you so. go. Potholes, baby. Very good, very good. Well, what do you got for us today, sir? Well, you know, I mean you're complaining about prices going up. Uh, but I think we, we should give, uh, Bidenomics a little more respect here. Oh my goodness. So, uh, Joe Biden better than anyone. Uh Oh, I'm not even sure I'm ready for this. Oh, do, 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 So I'm running again, and you may have noticed a lot of people are focused on my age. Well, I get it. Believe me. I know better than anyone. But there's something else I know. When I came to office, this nation was flat on its back. I knew what to do. I vaccinated the nation and rebuilt the economy. I mean, if you weren't going to vote for him before, when he proudly proclaims he vaccinated the nation and rebuilt the economy. While we were laying on our backs. We were on our backs. It was so rough. It was, we, were, we were unvaccinated and on our backs. Yeah. And now we're... Vaccinated and like... Vaccinated a zombie and econ- economy. on our backs, six feet under the ground. So... <laughs> vaccinated and turned into straight zombies as we march through the zombie economy here. Yeah. 
it's uh, there's a few companies doing quite well there. It's uh, I made my first visit to the just kind of randomly happened to be driving past uh, Whole Paycheck. Whole Foods? Whole Foods, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, it was it was a nice nice store. Yeah. Um, I don't believe they had the Palm, uh, pay with your Palm deal at yet. The, the one at the in- the Oklahoma City one. I don't know for sure, though. On Classen? Yeah, they have it. They have it? Oh, yeah. So there's some video of it. Lady online just so excited she paid with her palms. Oh, so that's cool. that's been out, man. That was out. I had a buddy at the dealership in Seattle who had that. He's like, "Look at this." That was probably pretty much the first one, right? It probably is. I mean, they probably they probably test them in Seattle there. Yeah. He's like, "Look at this." Whoop. Okay. He's like, "I'm all about convenience." Because <laughs> pulling out the credit card is so hard. But it, it's got to be pre- like if you can scan the palm, mm-hmm. right? Because their goal was you don't do anything; you just walk through. They know it's you. They right, track yeah, all eventually. the stuff you walk well, out with. That store failed. Remember? Remember? I mean, right. But if, the- if you can rob stores that have people in it, you can definitely rob a store without people in it. Yeah, that's got to be the goal, though, right? Oh, I sure. Yeah. Because if you could figure out a way to solve this theft problem without, you know, having to have security guards or people paying attention or employees, then you're golden. So I feel like it's, let's see how many people will go for the pay with your palm thing. Then we've got their biometrics. And then you can you could easily swap it over to something, you know, where you're not even given permission. You're just walking in and it's it knows it's you. Facial recognition's out of control right now, though. Like to get on campus, my or my son's small little private school, you have to like scan your ID, and then it takes a picture of you or something. And that is, really? and that I think is citywide in most of the public schools around here, and has been. So you have like a hang tag that has a number attached to it, you know, so they can safely check out your kid, make sure that your kid is there. Make sure that he's not stolen, I guess, is the idea. But yeah, when I visited, when on campus, they, I had to present my ID, which I was like, oh, this is uh, strange. Yeah, they... What's that? I mean, is that for, the nor- normalization of the of the facial recognition kiosk so that once, uh, yeah, it's, it's once, a- once I get there and they're like, hey, you know, you talked to Andrew last night and uplo- uploaded a video to, to FaceTube... And uh, you besmirched our dear Lord and Savior, Joe Biden. Uh, you can't pick up your kid today. Yeah, we're... You get fined $20. Is that school getting just an unbelievable deal from the, the vendor who in turn is turning around and selling all that... Data. Mm-hmm. All that data, where you know, wherever they can. Yeah. I know that we were one of the last schools in the area who had this. It's called, well, I mean, I'll look it up now. I should have done this before the show, but I think it's like safe ID pickup. School safe ID. Innovation for security in education. 
Planner, P-L-A-N-A-R. I feel pretty com- comfortable that uh, the Christian school my older daughter goes to will, will be the last to adopt that system. I I hear you. I understand what you're saying, but I we are not that much bigger than your school. I mean, I know that you have a very, very, very small population, but ours is a total of 500 and something, and that's K through 12. Yeah. The, they just have the sign on the door, this is not a gun-free zone. Does it say that? Yeah, right on the front door. This is not a gun-free zone. You will be met with force if you try to harm the kiddos. So. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. And actually, the Mommy's Day Out school that my daughter goes to, uh, no safe ID checkout. They have the big yellow uh, sign that you tape to your visor with your kid's name on it. And then there is a completely armed dude yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just standing there. And uh, I think my wife went to PTO meeting and uh, this this guy spoke and he like he was introduced and he got a little teary eyed and he was like, he's like in his late 50s. He's like, it's not often that people discover their life's calling in their late 50s, but I think that being here for these kids is my life's calling. And he's like the biggest 50 something year old dude you would never want to mess with. He's got a giant gun strapped to the side of him. I was like, I feel better about this. This is fine. Yeah. This is nice. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you get enough school shooting incidents. He's probably like, I could help that. I could prevent that. And yeah, you know, I would trust him more than uh, some of the recent sheriff's de- departments in Florida and Texas. So Yeah. Yeah. I believe there is sheriff's departments at the local school around here. I think a lot of the schools have one. Cloud-based data, digital ID cards, card printing, student checkouts, tracking system, notification system. So who's the vendor? School Safe ID. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's a uh, would be something to look up for next show and find out what company that's tied into. Yeah. I, currently, I anticipate some ties to some military, you know, defense contractor, if not just directly to the government, but um, like an NQTEL type deal. 1,223 schools nationwide. All right. So Joe thinks that vaccinating us and as we know, was do we talk about that story on the show of like the. Hey, don't worry about it. Like, we're gonna win the election because of like people want abortions. Uh, I don't know if we did talk about it in those terms, yeah, but that was yeah, yeah. So basically, uh, Joe Biden's slogan: "Vaccines and abortions." What more? What more do you want? And we brought the economy back to life. You remember how bad it was in 2018, 2019, and. Now it's just, it's amazing. Yeah, it was so bad back then. <laughs> you were having to work all the time. Like, you actually had to I work. Made mon- I made money. At an office yeah. t- to uh, to get paid. You didn't just to get own, paid to stay home for a to, while and get to used to that. Own a home. 
<laughs> this is an interest. This is definitely a rabbit hole. As demand intensifies across the nation to keep schools safe, the Oklahoma City-based company has developed a cloud-based system designed to help enhance security at schools. Hmm. And School Safe ID is a privately owned software company that specializes in cloud-based identification software for visitor systems. Because the system is cloud-based, schools don't have to purchase and install additional software computers to manage it. <sighs> software provides discrete emergency management that allows the front office members to send a text or email to... If there's a, oh, a discreet text or email, if there's an active shooter, parent disruption, or student disruption somewhere in the building. <laughs> That's a wide range. The visitor management system includes issuing cell phone IDs for visitors who are in the facility, kept on an individual's phone, and scan at the kiosk. Do, 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 do. Also, protect them, protect school aged children from potential active shooters as well as other risks such as sexual predators. Huh. Jury's still and out. I don't know about do Incutel. Exactly? I don't know about Incutel, but jury's out. This seems like a homegrown deal. I wonder where the funding came from. Yeah, it's know. basically I think, like I think it's scanning my ID to check if I'm a check it against the sexual database. The, the sex offender database. Sorry. Oh, I doubt they I doubt they're even doing that, but yeah, maybe. I mean no, it is. So what we do, we understand each customer is unique. No two jobs are alike, blah, 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 blah. The school safe ID system works by checking a visitor's driver's license data against the National Sex Offender Registry to ensure optimal classroom safety. Schools can flag and make notes on visitors involved in situations that require discretion and privacy, such as a childhood custody issue. Ooh, that could go wrong, too. Yeah. Yeah. You always Turn- love that, the amber alert where it's like, Missing child. Oh yeah. no, a kidnapped child. And then it's like same last likely name. with and then the same last name. Like, yeah. oh, okay. We got a so we got a parents. custody dispute going with the federal government involved. What could go wrong? Yeah. Okay, I'm off that rabbit hole. Sorry. There definitely is something to look into. And hey, shoot me some emails, guys. Is this sort of thing just popping up here because it's a local company, or are you seeing this out in the the what what do you call it? The where are we? Middle Earth? Are we in Middle rest Earth? Of, rest of America? Yeah. We're in mid- Middle Earth, right? Hold, Holdemore? Voldemort? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything. Middle Earth is Lord of the Rings. That's yeah. Middle Earth. Yeah. That's what I was talking about. We're in we're in the Shire. Well, Dan Andrews. Oh, goodness. COVID supervillain made some appearances on this show and many other shows like ours. Uh, for the over-the-top, you-must-get-vaccinated rhetoric. We will hunt you down. He's got a, He's got some news for us. Let's hear the Dan Andrews clip. Got to give me a little more, little more run time on these. A little more warning. There it is. Oh, man, I'm so excited. Today, I will again visit Government House and resign as Premier and member for Mulgrave effective 5pm tomorrow. It's not an easy decision because as much as we've achieved together, there's so much more to do. But when it's time, it's time. Recently, in talking to my kids and Kath, thoughts of what life will be like after this job have started to creep in. And I've always known 
that the moment that happens, it's time to go and to give this privilege, this amazing responsibility to someone else. It's not an easy job being Premier of our state. That's not a complaint, that's just a fact. It requires 100% from you and your family. That, of course, is time limited, uh, and now is the time to step away. Danny Andrews. So WEF tapped him like, hey, you're part of the last act. You got to go. Mm-mm. Can't, can't, oh, keep, it's- can't keep you around. You got to go the way of Lucinda. Yeah, Jacinda Ardern. Jacinda, uh, Jacinda, the testing, and uh, the golden parachute awaits. So, yes. what's uh, what is old Jacinda up to these days? Uh, in April, she was announced as a trustee of the Earthshot Prize. Ardern was selected for the post by Prince William, who stated that Ardern had a lifelong commitment to supporting sustainable and environmental solutions. According to the prince, Ardern was one of the first people to encourage him to establish the prize. Oh, that worked out well for her. What do you know? Uh, the same day, Prime Minister Hipkins appointed Ardern as special envoy for this Christchurch call, which she had established following the Christchurch, the Christchurch mosque shootings to combat online violent extremist content. Okay. And she's also part of the uh, climate change response. So she accepted dual fellowships at the Harvard Kennedy School for a semester to serve as the 2023 Anglo Populist Global Public Leaders Fellow. So it sounds like she's getting a whole lot of money uh, to do not a whole lot of work. That's what it sounds like to me. I mean... That must be nice. It's almost like she's being rewarded for the horrific things she did uh, on behalf of the WEF and New World Order while in office. In BlackRock. Don't forget Black. She was like she flew to the United States and was caught coming. Not, I don't even know if she was necessarily caught, but I think somebody filmed her or she was interviewed coming out of BlackRock. I liked meeting with the people in charge. Yeah. The real people <laughs> in charge. So that's uh I have to phone home every now and again, touch base, make sure everything's okay. I feel like there was well, let's see. Wasn't she going to maybe she was gonna work for a foundation though? Maybe that was too obvious, but it seems like there was something else that brought to you by Pfizer. But it, you know, when you're in this fellowship at an American college like you're actually over there, right? So the whole like spend more time with my family deal, maybe, maybe not. Was she not telling the truth, Tim? No, no. I mean, it, Dan Andrews. I mean, he sounded. He just he started thinking about opportunities after uh, his current job, and then as soon as he started thinking about opportunities, he, then he knew it was time to go. As soon as he, because he but knew. it has nothing to do with those opportunities and payoffs. Uh, it just, it just, he knew he, it was time to go. He just, knew, he knew that when he started thinking about those opportunities, it's time to go. Yeah. So, well, you know, we, we think about these things, and some people, uh, this is kind of a 
little bit of a meme online here. Uh, do men think about the Roman Empire? We, we've talked about the Roman Empire a time or two, especially the fall oh, yeah. of the Roman Empire. Oh, yeah. It's a, a common common theme. So you have to see the video. I mean, we'll play the clip, but you do have to see the video. This is just a, a regular dude. I don't think he has a shirt on sitting outside more or less a, a kind of a trailer park type area. And his wife says, do you ever think about the Roman empire? Do you ever think about the Roman empire? All the time. Why? We, we thinking about it. Well, because we're in those times right now. Everybody's preoccupied with sports, movies, work, you know, what was he said about bread? Well, all right. The common people, Roman Empire said that everybody was equal. Everybody had a chance. Uh But it wasn't. The rich got richer and the poor got poor. And they worried constantly about people rioting. Uh Because they knew that the common man, the common people, Uh could take over at any time. So they would bring them into the Colosseums. And they would give them free grain. They would give them bread. They would give them wine, whatever they needed to fill their bellies and block their minds from what they were angry about. They would watch plays. They would watch fights with the gladiators, sometimes for months on end. Huh. And that's where we're at right now. And I think about it all the time because so many people are preoccupied with their favorite football team, their favorite actor, actress, singer, and they, they just don't even think about what's being taken away from them. As long as their bellies are full and they're happy with what's going on, they just let it continue. Wow. This dude's in a trailer park? <laughs> yeah. That's perfect. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. I, I, not like, it's, a, it's, not I like have, a real bad trailer park, but... I hadn't... Uh, oh, yeah, it's a nice one. I hadn't seen... Estates. They call them estates. Uh, I hadn't seen the video. I actually didn't even know this video existed, but I had started seeing memes pop up everywhere where it was... Where the woman is like... Uh, you've seen that one has been done like a million times. The the guy he's holding the hand of that one girl, and then the other girl walks by. He turns yes. and looks at her, and it's yeah. like, yeah, guy's wife, guy thinking about the Roman Empire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the fall, of, I guess, the fall of the Roman Empire is the correct way to put it. Yeah, indeed. And history doesn't repeat, but it rhymes. Sure. It's, when you see the the uh, yeah child pedophile stuff and the um transgender stuff and uh you know there hasn't been a lot of bestiality yet but mm. i guess that's on deck then you know the end of your civilization is nigh it's a little dark we're heading in a dark direction i don't know <laughs> what to do except for i just i'm so excited that i just remember i just remembered that uh maddie b sent us a clip uh wise advice and he maddie b is actually i called remember i i called him out i was like get in the telegram he's already in the telegram oh, so okay. thanks maddie b for being he's in the tel- just lurking yeah he's got a different name in the telegram but anyway oh. uh i i really want to play this because i thought that it was good uh it might be narcissistic of me but I, I think the way he put this together is really good so uh this is andrew and tim's wise advice Ha <laughs> ha. 
shoes are bad. Beef is good. Eggs Politicians are, are pedophiles. Eggs are good. Politicians <laughs> are pedophiles. Everything uh, everything you learned in school is wrong. Yeah. Starting with the shape of the earth. Mainly kin- <laughs> mainly from like the kindergarten through fifth grade formative years, unless it has to do with reading comprehension or mathematics. It was probably a lie. Um, even the math is bad now. Yeah, I don't even know what's yeah. happening in math. So uh, it's it's bad. It's all bad. M- math is bad, says the English major. <laughs> Well, anyway, uh, I feel like the, seed, the Bill Gates math bad. is bad. Yeah, seed oil is bad. Five uh, G bad. Uh, cell phones bad. Uh, family good. Walking in the grass with no shoes good. Yeah. Uh, copper. Copper good. Seems uh, to be good. Iron undecided. Left left alone. No, I, undecided. I, it's just that you already have probably too much or plenty of iron. That's the deal with iron. Shoes are bad. Fake Christmas trees, does, it, does they prevent sudden death, or do you have to go with the real Christmas tree? <laughs> the, Christmas tree death. If they're 140 feet tall, they can be dangerous, but... Uh, yeah, yeah it seems, seems like it would be dangerous. <laughs> Kids are good. Family is good. Face-to-face is good. On screens is bad. Um, masks are bad. Masks are bad. That mask definitely bad. Vaccines, all bad. Um, yes. There's, there's a gal posted that she, that her cat had died um, because of the rabies vaccine, which she just took because of compliance. It was an indoor cat and she didn't need, and I, and I responded and said, I'm sorry for your loss, but all vaccines are just for compliance. Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. You know, it's weird. Looking back at all my vet trips, there was always like a, you know, one of the receptionists or one of the nurses or, well, I don't vaccinate my dog either. Oh. Oh, after you said no to the yeah. the vaccines? Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Yeah. Certainly all the bad food, all the chemtrails, poisons and the chem, man, we got chemtrailed badly the last couple of days. I saw that. It's like, holy moly. Make it stop. I can't listen to myself. Oh, come on. Get over it. <laughs> I have to listen to myself for hours every every week. He, I hope he had to splice a few things together. At first, I thought it was just one long deal. But. I don't know. I think I, I think he definitely spliced some together, but I, I think that was a, a whole screed of us. That was us. Yeah, there was, there was a pretty long screed, but it wasn't that long. It was... I think there's two in there. I... I my ear could find at least one cut. There's got, there's got to be a bunch of ums and ahs, and then we get off topic and then come back. Yeah. <laughs> he was, we can't, we can't string you, anything that long together coherently. There's no as way. As bad as you think that was, I bet it was worse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what I wanted to say. I don't know if that was funny. Thank you, Maddie, well, thank, Maddie thank B, you, for Maddie. sending that in. It's <laughs> awesome. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, it feels like I told the rabies story. You told a version of the rabies story, and then and then I told the same rabies story. Uh, a couple yeah. weeks, a couple weeks ago, I mentioned the dog. So yeah, weird deal. Weird deal. I mean, yeah, vaccines are bad. I like what you said. Vaccines all about compliance. Yeah, all vaccines are about compliance because they don't. None of them work. That's right. Well, 
Anytime Matty B has an original work, he can send it over. Also, Matty B gave us the highest, utmost praise. Uh, He said his wife prefers RRN to no agenda. Oh, wow. So, in her universe... This <laughs> and by universe you mean all of the planets and all of the galaxies. I mean, you know, the actual universe, the the cosmos. We prefer the term cosmos to the multiverse. There's there's one cosmos. Come on, there's a multiverse, bud. <laughs> you know how we can't figure out how life started on this verse. So let's just what mul- if there was a bunch of out. Yeah. What if there was a bunch of them with a whole bunch of different ways that life started? It's probably just a computer program. Maybe this is all just a dream. Yeah. Well, hit me with some Travis Kelsey news. I, I need oh it. I goodness. need it. I need Travis Kelsey news. I need uh, Taylor Swift news from from my soul, from my heart. So, have you been watching Swifties. any any football lately? I am. Let's just consider me. Very casual. Very okay. casual. I understand that uh, the Ducks did the entire country a, a wonderful service this last weekend. Hail to the Ducks. <laughs> Thank you, Ducks. I understand that uh, Miami had a record-breaking day. And I understand that Kansas City, uh, in garbage time, made Taylor Swift jump up and down because Travis Kelsey uh, scored a touchdown. Yes. Okay. Those, those are my highlights. Yeah, I, I, I do know a few more things, more uh, I, lo- locally. But so I, I was at an appointment during the Ducks game. Oh, sounds terrible. Oh, selling. Oh no. And they, Did you get a chance to watch this. Okay, go ahead. And they had yes, college football yes. on, but not this. But not the Ducks game. You gotta be kidding me. They had the Utah, UCLA game. I don't know like, if it was televised here. No, it was. It was oh, on okay. ABC. Yeah. Okay, I was at a I was at a outdoor kids' birthday party. By the way, it was like ninety five, ninety eight degrees. Yeah, a little bit warm. And I'm like, yeah, I can't can't really say like, hey, can you change the channel? <laughs> That's not not okay. They didn't really care about the game that was on it. I mean, they would have done it, but but uh, they did buy a softener, so it, it was there you it go. was worth the. It was worth it, but you, uh, yeah, you will catch me rooting for the Oregon Ducks very, very rarely, as my wife is a Husky. I tend to, but root, you're, root for the University of Washington. But I was the Deion Sanders in. act was already wearing thin for you. I was all in this weekend. Yeah. Well, did you see they made a hype video a couple of days ago, and it showed I guess the players coming in, and I guess there was a lot of trash talk from the Colorado side, right? Some wiping the cleats on the big O in the middle of the field, and the yeah, the whole thing. So, oh, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, there's uh, <laughs> it was a beat down, it was like it was an absolute nothing starting out. It's an absolute beat down, and I gotta remember, I'm a Deion Sanders fan. I remember in the 90s when there was dude trash talking him, and he turned and pointed at the scoreboard, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is awesome and super rude and just kind of awesome too, but when it's you, and the, <laughs> when that guy gets blown out as the coach, forty-two to zero or whatever it was, then remembering that one time he turned and pointed at the scoreboard, I just kept thinking, man, is anybody going to tap on his shoulder and point at the scoreboard? <laughs> point at the scoreboard. Yeah, that was. 
All right, we're. I was going somewhere. Travis Kelsey football. Okay. Uh, football. I was asking because not so much college, or I mean, you could tell me. Did you run across the Travis Kelsey Pfizer commercial? Actually, I did. What okay. was I? What was I watching? I think that was. I think that was Sunday night, though. So that was a pro game. So we. Oklahoma is kind of there's a there's Chiefs fans, but it's we're not like Chiefs country, right? I it's, mean, it's well, it's split. So I would say Cowboys and Chiefs, right? Yeah, Cowboys and Chiefs is split, but up in Tulsa, I think you got a higher. Look, where I grew up in Bartlesville is a higher number of Chiefs fans than there are here. That's all. Yeah, I mean, you get into Kansas, it's it's all Chiefs all the time. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah, I mean, I, I lived. 15 20 minutes away from the Kansas border up there. So it was it was heavy on the Chiefs, but yeah, a lot of Cowboys fans around here, especially and they we're, they we're love in the middle of the some, state. They love them some Travis Kelsey. Oh, do they? I didn't know yeah, that. They love them some Travis Kelsey. So but uh also not super popular in Kansas, Bud Light and Pfizer. So I kind of feel like this is a questionable direction. I don't know how Taylor Swift is viewed in Kansas, um, you know, kind of a different Swifties everywhere genre. Yeah, there's Swifties everywhere, I'm sure. But um, yeah, Bud Light and Pfizer not not real popular, and he's he's going all in on both of them. So this is the uh, oh, let's see. Oh, I got the I've got the story here. Yeah, there's no I didn't. It doesn't really work well, just an audio clip. You got to see him like pulling up his sleeve, showing the Pfizer band aid. And it's just a dumb commercial like, what? You could get the flu vaccine and Pfizer two things at once. And then it's like him thinking about two things at once. Like, oh, great. Okay. But uh, yeah, anyway, it's he he posted that to his Instagram. His with you know, my Pfizer schedule, saving time is key. Yeah. The CDC and says you can get this season's updated COVID-19 vaccine with your flu shot if you're due for both. That's why I got two shots in one stop. Uh, and sure you did. And uh, not coincidentally, that is the one post with the comments turned off. Because <laughs> it got ugly real quick. Oh, I bet. Uh, Travis, some of the comments. Travis Kelsey is dating Taylor Swift and doing Pfizer commercials. He has officially been inducted into the Illuminati. <laughs> hashtag. <laughs> hashtag. I mean, I mean, we want answers. What's wrong with this statement? I'm confused. Where's the controversy? Where's it's no no hey, leaps here? Hey, Travis Kelsey, we hope the money is worth it. Hashtag died suddenly. Um, uh, I challenged. Kansas City Chiefs tied in Travis Kelsey to show me the medical evidence why he, at the age of 33 and physically fit, needs a Pfizer COVID vaccine at all. Travis, show me the medical evidence and stop lying to the American people. So, And then there is a don't forget this Pfizer COVID flu combo jab commercial when Travis Kelsey becomes the next Damar Hamlin. So, Oof. It's a, oh yeah, people... I'm telling you, not a big fan. I mean, I don't think he got that much pushback for the Bud Light thing. Yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, you know, we, whatever. But pushing the combo Pfizer flu jab, come on, man. 
you've got enough money. You don't need the money. Uh, yeah, I got nothing. And it's if you're an NFL football player, you are well aware of the attitude of a large portion of your coworkers towards the vaccine. Like this is not something where it's like. I just didn't know, you know, didn't know what some people don't like the vaccines. No, not, not a chance. The post just before the one with all the comments turned off is pretty hilarious. It's pretty, just like lit up. Like you're soft. Why'd you turn off the comments soft or sell out (laughs) comments off? Why'd you turn off the comments on the other post? I hope the money's worth it. Farmer shill. Nice job. Or so I say nice jab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Hmm. Well, I'll take uh, Travis Kelsey a shill for Big Pharma. Uh, I didn't see that. I didn't, didn't see that. See that one on right? my on my yeah. my pharma on my bingo card for 2023. But you know, here we are. Here we are. Oil spilled down the street from the house. Didn't didn't expect that <laughs> one. Didn't expect everybody. Also, Thinking about the Roman Empire. Everybody thinking about the Roman Empire. Didn't see that one. Also, did you see the cloud that looked like somebody nuked Norman? That was yes. That was. Yep. Did you see that one live? I saw it live. Yeah. Yeah. In, in real IRL, man. I saw it IRL too, bro. It's <laughs> coming home from a three-year-old's birthday party, and I looked to my left, I looked to my right. I said, "Wow, that's a big cloud." My wife's like, "Look at this cloud." She actually, I thought that to myself, and then she pointed out, she's like, "Look at it." Yep. Everybody in the comments, you know, talking about, oh, it's harp, it's this, it's that. I was like, I mean, it could have been, but it, it does clouds like that just happen around here. <laughs> That's a calm thunderheads, and it's a big, it's a big one. Thunder, yeah. There were, there were other big clouds that yeah. day, too, but because uh, there's some storms going on, but yeah, that was a, a doozy because yeah. it was basically blue sky and then the giant mushroom, like, mushroom cloud. cloud. <laughs> yes. like, what in the world? Yeah. They better not nuke Norman. We need Norman. We had the only professional team we have anymore. Wait, what? The, oh. the, cl- the clouds are better in Oklahoma. That's true. Sky, big sky. Montana ain't got nothing on this big sky. All right, we need some levity. I too. Is this like is levity? Okay, yeah, we can do some. Well, no, that's not levity. Uh, let's see. I'm just joking. You don't have. It doesn't have to be levity, but. But some good. I was gonna say some some good. Actually, it's not totally good news. But we're Unmi- our alley. Unmitigated good news. Next it's week. not unmitigated good news because of what happens uh, in the anecdote. But I just ran across this random Fen- Bendazal story on Twitter. That reminds me, I got to uh, return one of our listeners' emails who was asking me about their dog having heartworms and how to. How to fix it, man. All right. I'm going to play this now. Just give you my quick story on my mother taking fenbendazole for cancer. So my mom being a nurse for 30 some years, cancer treatment center was going to cure yet. She knew she was going to die. And she did not want to listen to me and my sister when we kept saying, you need to take this. You need to take this. All she could see was dog warmer, right? But she's so intelligent. The healthcare community is so intelligent that they know what's best. In fact, she looked at my sister and I said, do you understand I'm in the medical field? Like 
we know what we're doing. And we kept telling her, Mom, you know these medications they're giving you is killing you. Anyway, we finally convinced her to start taking it. Out of fear she was going to die, she took it. Used Joe Tippin's regiment of this canine dewormer, fenbendazole. You can get it in different kinds, but we got the dog warmer packet because you can mix it with yogurt and eat it. And I would say about after eight or nine months, the golf ball size tumors. Now, let me tell you something. When we found out she had cancer, it was late. Stage four, melanoma, brain, lung, I mean, whole body. Brain, lung, liver, kidneys had golf ball size. We had three days after we found out she had cancer, we had to do a craniotomy and remove a golf ball size one in her brain or she wouldn't have made it another couple days. That's how bad it was. She got on the regimen and I, I don't know, eight, nine months, maybe a touch longer. We went back in for her PET scan and they were blown away. The cancer was gone in almost every part of her body. All the little ones that were all over in her kidney and her liver and her lungs, gone. The huge golf ball size one in her brain and her lung and on her adrenal gland, gone. Now, there was a halo over a couple of them, but they were transparent. The doctor was even like, wow, I can't believe, I'd never seen a patient with stage four melanoma after this long under our treatment look like this. And so everything looked so positive. And then in November, he left unannounced and we got a new doctor. And my mom made the mistake of telling him she was on fenbendazole that her children were making her take a dog warmer. Now, can you imagine what the doctor said? Basically, she said, I won't treat you if you keep taking it. So she stopped taking it. And my mother passed away three months later. Tumor in her brain grew in 30 days because we did a MRI on her brain in January, beginning of January. She stopped taking the fenbendazole in November. And in January, when we did the CT scan, there was nothing. And then the end of January, she was looking real bad. And we took her in, and there was a tumor in her brain that was like dead center in a place you can't even operate. Interestingly enough, right there, all the way up her nose, every time she went in, they had to test her for covid Ethylene oxide, I don't know. But what I can tell you is fenbendazole works. If you have a family member on cancer, I highly suggest it. Just my opinion, guys. Have a good day. So obviously you can't see what he's pointing at, but he's pointing the location that the tumor developed was right where they jab up your nose with the COVID test every time. Mm-hmm. Because, of course, COVID, you got to oh, test for COVID every time you go in for an appointment. So and she just happened to develop cancer there. But All right. Well, one thing we could do is I have a not funny clip from Jimmy Dore. And you're like, why would you play a not funny clip from Jimmy Dore? Because our boy Jimmy Dore has gone from <laughs> standing up in nightclubs to stop talking to the UN Security Council. You see this? No, I didn't. Yeah, here we go. Greetings, Mr. President, distinguished members of the council. I'm here to speak today about the attack on the Nord Stream pipeline that took place one year ago on September 26, 2022. 
Four explosions ruptured the Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipelines that carried natural gas from Russia to Europe. It was the biggest act of industrial sabotage in human history, severing the main artery for energy from Russia to Germany, cheap energy that was critical to maintaining Germany's industrial base. We have heard every Cockamamian ridiculous theory on how this happened. Now, you don't need to be a genius investigative reporter to figure out who was the culprit of the Nord Stream attack. Incredibly, most Western news outlets ignore the fact that the president of the United States, Joe Biden himself, announced on February 9, 2022, that he would, in fact, attack the Nord Stream 2 pipeline, saying, and I quote, if Russia invades Ukraine, tanks crossing the border again, there will no longer be a Nord Stream 2 pipeline. We will bring an end to it. I promise you, we will be able to do it. Even with that pre-admission of guilt from the President of the United States, most of the Western press remained baffled as to who could have pulled off the greatest act of eco-terrorism in history. But luckily, we don't have to rely on my interpretation of President Biden's clear threat to attack the pipelines. We actually have Seymour Hersh, a genius investigative reporter with impeccable reputation and credentials, who reported that in June of 2022, United States Navy divers operating under the cover of a widely publicized summer NATO exercise known as Ball Tops 22, planted the remotely triggered explosives that three months later destroyed three of the four Nord Stream pipelines, according to a source with direct knowledge of the operational planning. And like all criminals, the perpetrators could not contain their elation over committing the crime. Shortly after the attack, many high-ranking U.S. officials could not help but brag about their achievements and expressed multiple times how they were proud of being able to put an end to the pipelines. Under Secretary of State Victoria Newland said, I am, and I think the administration is, very gratified to know that Nord Stream 2 is now, as you like to say, a hunk of metal at the bottom of the sea. United, the United States Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, called it a tremendous opportunity to once and for all remove the dependence on Russian energy. You have to be a paid liar to not acknowledge the hand of the United States in carrying out these attacks. Not only did President Biden declare he would do this, but high-ranking U.S. officials have said similar things for years. We can look to 2014 when former Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice stated, that over the long run, you simply want to change the structure of energy dependence. You want to depend more on North American energy platforms, which is what this is really all about, an economic war between the West and Russia in order to fill the pockets of rapacious capitalists who actually pull the strings of the U.S. government and dictate foreign policy. So let's pull back and take a look at the context in which this pipeline bombing occurred, shall we? It's all happening under the guise of uh, defending Ukraine from an unprovoked Russian invasion. But of course, that's only true if you start the story of the Ukraine war somewhere near the end of the story instead of the beginning, which would indict Ukraine, the U.S. and NATO. 
The U.S. and NATO are to blame, which is why the Western media always leaves the origin of this conflict out of their coverage and leaves most people in the dark with a false version of the cause of the conflict. Most Americans believe that Vladimir Putin woke up one day and decided for no particular reason to invade Ukraine and start a war completely out of the blue. This is what supporters of the Ukraine in the in this war actually believe because that's the only narrative they hear from their news media, which is funded by the people who profit off this war, the military industrial complex, the fossil fuel companies in the West, and of course, Wall Street. To make a crude analogy of the Western media's coverage of the Russian invasion is the following. Let's say Vladimir Putin was standing on a bus stop and there was an old lady standing in the street and a bus was heading straight for her. So Vladimir Putin pushes the old lady out of the way of the oncoming bus and down onto the concrete sidewalk. The Western corporate media would start that story near the end saying Russian president pushes old lady down onto the concrete. The same goes for the entirety of the Ukraine-Russian war. The Western media starts the story of the war at February 24th, 2022, which is definitely not when this conflict started. They leave out the 2014 coup of the democratically elected Ukraine government orchestrated by the CIA in conjunction with Ukraine Nazis. They leave out the fact that the Russian-speaking ethnic population in the eastern part of Ukraine, known as the Donbass, didn't want to go along with the CIA Nazi coup government. And so the newly coup right-wing Ukraine government started shelling the citizens of the Donbass via their henchmen, known as the Nazi Azov Battalion, that ended up killing somewhere around 18,000 civilians in the Donbass. They leave out also... There was a peace agreement that was reached to end the shelling by the Ukraine government and the Nazi Azov Battalion, known as the Minsk Accord, because the people who broke that peace agreement was not Russia, but the Ukraine government and the Nazis. They leave out the fact that there was already an overall peaceful way to avoid war and the slaughter of hundreds of thousands of precious Ukrainians, which was recently admitted to by the uh, Secretary General of NATO, who admitted that it was the expansion of NATO onto Russia's border that was the real prevarication, and the U.S. and NATO refused to stop their expansion onto Russia's border. All this amnesia is necessary for the continued aggression and warmongering of the U.S. and NATO to be accepted by the citizens of the United States and Europe. Well, I'm here to cure them of their amnesia and remind them of the true cause of not only the Nord Stream bombing, but of the entire Ukraine war and the destabilization of the Middle East, including Libya, Iraq, Afghanistan and Syria. The reason for that is the imperialistic lust of the United States empire. The U.S. now has over 800 military bases around the world without being able to cite an actual threat to their sovereignty. The U.S. is now ending its empire the way all empires end, by overextending itself militarily while it starves its own people at home. The real threat is the threat of U.S. economic interests. The U.S. has for decades feared German engineering and capital joining Russia's natural resources and manpower. As elucidated very clearly by the founder of the U.S. intelligence firm Stratford, George Friedman in his 2010 book says, quote, Russia does not threaten America's global position. 
But the mere possibility that it might collaborate with Europe and particularly Germany opens up the most significant threat in a decade, a long-term threat that needs to be nipped in the bud. Therefore, maintaining a powerful wedge between Germany and Russia is of overwhelming interest to the United States. For the U.S., Friedman added in 2015, the primordial, the primordial fear is German technology and German capital combining with Russian natural resources and Russian manpower to form the only combination that has for centuries scared the hell out of the United States. In this showdown, the U.S. aims to control the line from the Baltics to the Black Sea. Russia, by contrast, must have at least a neutral Ukraine, not a pro-Western Ukraine, because a neutral Ukraine would impede the primordially, primordial U.S. goal of a Russian-German fissure. The U.S. has opted for a proxy war instead. The Western governments are silent, even as the U.S. says through anonymous sources that Ukraine is responsible for the Nord Stream attack, but they won't blame them publicly. And so the United States continues to arm Ukraine to the teeth in hopes of extending the war and avoiding peace. The Germans say it's Ukraine, but will not release their official investigation and will not make an announcement. The final obscenity is that the people in the West who claim to be environmentalists and claim to care about climate change and the environment say nothing about the worst release of methane gas in human history, but in fact, whose actions reveal they don't actually care about climate change and continue to support this war and its eco-terrorism. In a bizarre twist, even Greta Thunberg traveled to Ukraine to meet with Zelensky after the Nord Stream bombing. Thank you for allowing me to speak. From smoky nightclubs, telling, you know, racy jokes, edgy jokes, to <laughs> writing for the Young Turks, to uh, vaccine injured in... Uh, recovering Trump derangement syndrome to speaking to the UN Security Council. Yeah, he was on such an upward trajectory till he sl went slumming with the UN. There, <laughs> that's a good. That's a good one, Andrew. That's a good one. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Ten straight minutes, not a single joke. He got all of his points across, and I think he's spot on. I, I, I have no arguments with the thing he said right there. No. No, for yeah, for the most part, I think it's uh, yeah, I'm old enough to remember when there used to be more than a few anti-war left people. You're kidding me? That'd be weird. <laughs> what was that like? It's, yeah, we're it's like oh, vote for Barack Obama <laughs> for peace. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. Trust me. That's that's when we wrapped up, you know. Uh, if we get evil George Bush out, everything will be fine. That's when. That's when we wrapped up Iraq veterans against the war. Oh, we won. Well, he's in. I think we're good. War's over. Oh, good. <laughs> Only. Let's see how many more years of Afghanistan was there? Twelve, thirteen. There was a lot. What is this horrible Vanity Fair piece you have in here? You want to cover this? Do you want to? You want to? You want to explain yourself with this Vanity Fair piece with these clearly 
doctored horrible photos of Robert F. Kennedy Jr. <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s mad, 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 mad world. Oh, my God. So if I say it four times, must be true. Must be from the Atlantic or the Vanity Fair. Yeah. On my way to Nantucket, I couldn't believe it. There was an anti-vaxxer sitting next to me. An anti-war anti-vaxxer. The nerve. No. So I clutched, I clutched my diet, Dr. Pepper, and kept so, my lips closed. Pursed. So Joe Hagan, whoever that is, it's like this will probably be his biggest story ever. And it's, it's really an, uh, annoying journalism. Yeah. Like he, he talks it's about bad. himself. It's bad. For half the article. On my way to Nantucket, and I was sitting next to an anti vaxxer. Robert F. Kennedy blows my mind because I've talked to people who are like, isn't he the Democrat that's like running as a Republican? <laughs> he's like, he's, no, he says he's a Democrat, but he's like totally a Republican. And at that point, you must just mean vaccines no equals Republican. I think that's I think that's where we've devolved to. Yeah. So just just for a sample, I'm not going to make people sit through the whole article, but yeah, it's there's a ton uh, to it. K- Kennedy had had a rough ride since the summer started. He was virtually set ablaze by New York Magazine, and so I propose that instead of raking it, did you over read the his- New York Magazine piece? Do you even remember it? No. No. Neither do I. So he clearly wasn't almost set ablaze. Just in this. Yes. Just in this. Idiot's navel-gazing world. So I propose that instead of raking over his many controversial ideas, like his belief that the media has been infiltrated by the CIA, as he told the (laughs) right-wing provocateur James O'Keefe, or his claim that pesticides in drinking water are causing sexual dysphoria in boys, as evidenced by a frog study, we meet up at the Kennedy compound and talk about his family history. But Andrew, they are turning the freaking frogs gay. Lean into his Kennedyness, have a little fun. I was scheduled to be on Cape Cod for vacation anyway, and figured I'd go out and take the cut of his jib. <laughs> and so Kennedy, all right, that's just, it's just uh, what, it's, it's what all, is it's, the, all, it's all bad. Glib. So, well, yeah, like we're not going to talk about these things. I'm just going to throw them in the front of the article. Without letting him respond to it, because that's better than asking him about it, right? Yeah. Okay. It, it, it strikes me too that this that this guy would like. So let's just let's just picture this guy with his pink sweater tied around his his yeah. his neck. And well, he's it, scheduled to be on Cape Cod, and he's on anyway. Cape Cod, and he's <laughs> headed to Nantucket. And there's nothing wrong with those things. That's awesome. Good for you. You made it in life in in this world, and that's awesome. Good for well, you. Well, your parents made it in life. Something. You, you're someone, a Vanity Fair reporter. So. Someone did. Yeah. And you have money, and your vacation somewhere cool. But like to be in the club to talk to somebody who else who was in the club, and then just trash them in an article. It's it's low brow, man. The slow brow. It's like school. It's like fat. It's like school in the summertime. No class. No class. So Kennedy says. So you're saying this won't be a hit piece? No, it's going to be a hit piece, bro. <laughs> Every time, anytime someone sticks a mic in your face, it's a hit piece. Unless it's so the, then he Alex goes on, Jones or PBD or somebody. He goes on to 
talk to him about himself for a couple more paragraphs, and then he <laughs> describes uh, Kit Kennedy, RFK Jr.'s thirty-five-year-old daughter, and then there's some like weird innuendo there. It's like I don't know, like I don't know what he's saying about her, but it's just just welcome strange. to my life, waiting for my dad. Yeah, which you don't know the tone. It's is a yeah. joke, and then it's I don't know. It's like he Kennedy is informed he has to leave in ten minutes to catch the four fifteen ferry. Four fifteen bleep, and he includes the bleep, the gratuitous swear word that Kennedy didn't say to him. He just said about being late or whatever. Like, it, what's the point of that? Yeah. Like, just to make him look bad. And then I asked him where his maternal great-grandfather, John Francis Fitzgerald, used to sunbathe nude. He gestures faintly to a beach along the southern shore, but is distracted because he can't find the mooring. I spy one with Kennedy printed on it and motion him toward it. Oh, aren't you a hero? No, no, give me a break, dude. Like, this, the whole thing's like this, though. It's just trash. It's, it's so bad. Also, uh, like, anyway, like, like it's like, not in it's not in the folder because it's good. I'll put it that way. Do you know a re- what a reflection on me it would be if you're like, hey, so your great grandfather bathed nude right <laughs> over there? Like, I'd be like, that's awesome. Like, what else do you know about him? Tell me more. This is this is great news. Like, it's not a reflection on me. Oh, his whole family, just a bunch of nutters bathing nude and getting shot. Yeah, it's. I don't know. So, uh. Another hit piece, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. expresses skepticism at official story of 9-11. I mean, I like it better and better every day. I know. It's like, okay, like you're trying, you're, Joe Biden's trying to get us to like um, him because yeah. he brought us, he vaccinated everyone and, and he wants us to focus on the economy. You're questioning 9-11 <laughs> and Trump's getting and then, indicted. And then Kennedy, like, yeah. we're supposed to dismiss because he uh, is critical of the official 9-11 story and uh and is anti-vax oh boy that's uh really really selling the opposition well there but uh i actually heard a different interview with him where he's like he's asking this writer who was in the military and does conspiracy stuff or what have you like hey what do you think about 9-11 <laughs> the guy's like kind of throws some softball like oh you know i think iran was involved okay great great random conspiracy theory there but kennedy's like yeah i've i'm in on enough conspiracies i'm just gonna stay out of that one but there's some you know it's like but he's, he's not saying it's not the criticism of 9-11 is it valid? He's just like, eh, it's probably not true, but probably not my fight. This article is terrible. Holy cow. Kennedy raised a well-known conspiracy theory that World Trade Center 7, a building close to Twin Towers, did not fall because of the attack nearby. He said, well, I know there's strange things that happen that don't seem like one of the buildings came down that wasn't hit by a plane. So, you know, was it building 7 or building 10? Morgan said that collapsed because the two largest world's largest buildings had collapsed on top of it. <laughs> Just ignore your lying eyes at the video where they don't collapse anywhere close to it. 
I don't know. Okay, so then there's this There's this part. Well, I mean, it's close, but it's not on top of. Borgen first asked Kennedy if he bought the official explanation for 9-11 as established by the bipartisan 9-11 commission, which concluded that Al-Qaeda was responsible for the attacks of September 11th, 2001. It's bipartisan, Tim. It must I, be yeah, true. How much, how much, how much uh, neuro-linguistic programming is in this first sentence? Like, this is like, this reminds me of the guy who's like, this is like a jet fuel guy. Well, clearly they collapsed on their own footprint. Clearly, because <laughs> steam beams could have just been built by just the intense heat. Yeah, yeah. In which exactly. planes were flown into the World Trade Center and the Pentagon, while another airliner crashed in Pennsylvania. The attacks led to immediate death toll of twenty nine hundred and seventy seven people and thousands of related deaths since, and stoked more than two decades of war. Kennedy said, "I don't know what happened on nine eleven. I mean, I understand what the official explanation for nine eleven is." And I understand there is dissent. I have not looked into it or examined it. I am not a good person to talk to about it. Borgen said, so there's no doubt. So there's a doubt in your mind that Al-Qaeda was responsible? Goodness gracious. <laughs> so you don't believe the official story. You're nuts. You, what are you, you going to go think about it? Are you going to go read some books about it and make up your own mind? Come on, man. How can you doubt an official story after... Yeah. After government agencies blew your father and uncle's head off. How do you still have questions about it? How don't you have questions about it, journalist guy? Yeah, journalist. How don't you have questions about it? Why don't journalists have questions anymore? I was listening to Carrie Lake interviewed on PBD Valuetainment, and she was talking about how none of these journalists ask questions. They're just given what to say. Day in, day out. And she said that she asked questions and she would try to... Sometimes they gave her the freedom to rewrite the script so that she could say something in a different way. And she felt like she was bringing balance to it. But most of the time, they, they don't, they're not asked what they think. They're not, they're not, they don't provide curiosity. They just read what they're told to read. Right. Yeah. And it, I mean, all the way down to the local level, <laughs> I mean, it could be about just the most innocuous thing ever. And they'll get tons of stuff wrong. Even when there's not an agenda, but when there's an agenda, it's ridiculous. It's, but you know, you see, people see stuff that they know about and they know it's all wrong. And then they turn the page and just assume all that, all this stuff is right. (laughs) So, well, although people don't actually read newspapers anymore, but you know, same same idea, the Vanity Fair website or whatever. What a cute alleg- allegory they got there. What a cute little story. Turn the turn the page. What's that? What's that? You turn the page on the on the newspaper. That's how they. Yeah. That's how they do it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the old gray lady. All right. What do we got? What else? We're gonna thank some people. What do you want to do next? Uh, let's see. It's just kind of a silly story, uh, but sort of indicative of the state of, you know, the Northwest. Mm. Uh, L.A. Rams wide receiver Cooper Cup, native of Yakima, Washington. I think he, he, there's only two high schools. I forget whether he went to the same one as that my wife went to or the other one in town, but Yakima's own. And, uh, Selling his $3.5 million house in Wilsonville, Oregon. Getting Mm. out of Oregon. So that was his off-season home. It doesn't, 
he doesn't trash Oregon or say like, yeah, even Wilsonville's not far enough away from the homeless tents now, but uh, yeah. selling the home. So if anybody's in the market for a three and a half million dollar house, uh, relatively close to that has a football training facility in it, there you go. Finders fee towards me. And in other sports news, uh, vaccinated soccer star Maddie Cusack, I don't follow soccer, uh, 27 years old, did a commercial for the vaccine and died suddenly. Oh, plot twist. Yeah, did a did a big, you know, ad about why I'm getting the vaccine and why it's so awesome. And she's dead. So didn't. uh <laughs> Oh, let's see. Did Taylor Swift do pro-vaccine stuff? I don't think so. I should have looked it up. No? Because there was like the conspiracy theory of where she wasn't bashing Trump, and so that means she must like Trump, and she must be a secret racist, right? That was going on for a while. Yeah. And then she... There's like a clip now of her telling her dad she's going to start bashing Trump because she just can't take it anymore. He's so evil. And his point was like, you don't want some crazy Trump supporter attacking you. So don't do it. But Which I guess I don't, I don't believe she's been attacked by a crazy Trump supporter since bashing Trump. But anyway, so I don't think I guess yeah. The, she's, the, she's she's got some choice words for those who aren't following the COVID protocols back in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She was she was definitely pushing the vax. I don't know if she did actual commercials, but yeah, it's. I don't know. It's. It, I'm sure it's a lot of money, right? Like, and people that have a lot of money. What I can do a commercial shoot for an hour and make this amount of money. Why not? But at this, I don't know, man. It's like, you think there's more to it? Like, like, Hey, do the Pfizer ad and you're into whatever, you know, like you're set for life with the, you know, whatever your, your career is extra, extra benefits besides the, the Pfizer cash. You had me at Taylor Swift, or you lost me at Taylor Swift. Well, no, I'm just, uh, well, I mean, does Kelsey get the the honor of dating Taylor Swift because of the Pfizer and Bud Light stuff? Is, this, is it a package deal? Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, I don't know, man. I'm just wondering. It's just, it seems... Just seems strange to me. Seems a little suspect. Yeah. MC Hammer wouldn't have taken the deal. No. 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 Many in. I'm. Yeah. I mean, just imagine the locker room, though, right? Like. Yeah. I don't know. I'm starting to wonder if all these one hit wonders, maybe they all just didn't take the deal. Yeah. That's why they. <laughs> yeah. Produce one good song. They're like, hey, here's, here's the follow up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Oh, so, you know, you, you're wearing the hammer pants. That's fine. Uh, we want you to 
take the deal. We're going to need you to wear a dress next time. I mean, you're I already wearing you. hammer pants. I knew you were going to say so, dress. We've actually got a movie deal for you. It's going to be hilarious. Hilarious. And How you're going to wear a dress. $100 million. So. Uh, before we thank some people, mm-hmm. you may have thought Osiris was just the name of an Egyptian god of the underworld. But oh no, Osiris Rex, mission from NASA. Oh my gosh. And, a to- you know, totally legit uh, mission from NASA. I didn't, I took pictures in the New Orleans airport of like a, they had a, uh, like an exhibit, a NASA exhibit. And I was like, ah, gotta take a picture of this. My wife was like, what are you doing? I'm like, <laughs> it'll be great for the flat earthers in the telegram chat. They'll love it. <laughs> She's like, what? I'm like, ah, never mind. <laughs> just, just talking in code again. Honey. Leave it alone. So Osiris Rex, no less, which for some reason it's Osiris dash R E X, but the X is lowercase. Everything else is uppercase. Rex 84. So Rex is like king, and then Osiris, god of the Egyptian underworld. There's no such thing as an Egyptian underworld. Why? Why is this not opening? I don't just. It's NASA's blocked you. They're sick what of is... your your flat Earth. Come on, NASA. NASA bashing ways. Just go to the web. Aye, aye, aye. Oh yeah, did you go. pull it up? Uh, are you doing? You're not doing the website. I was trying to either one. Uh, about Osiris Rex launched on September eighth, twenty sixteen. The Origin Spectral Interpretation Resource Identification and Security Regoth Explorer, otherwise known as Osiris Rex spacecraft, traveled to a near Earth asteroid named Bennu. In nineteen ninety nine, it was known as RQ thirty six, and collected a sample of rocks and dust from the surface. The spacecraft is on its way back to Earth to deliver the sample on September 24th, 2023. When it arrives, the spacecraft will release the capsule containing pieces of Bennu over Earth's atmosphere. The capsule will parachute into the Department of Defense's Utah test. (laughs) It's going to fly by Earth and then eject this thing and it's going to land in Utah. (laughs) Oh, I, no, I, it's, it happened. It happened. Where I, I had, I had the newscast. I was trying to pull the clip and I oh. ran out of time, but, uh, we'll be waiting there, to retrieve it. Okay. There's the Utah news. It happened exactly like that. And they put on the giant suit of like, I'm touching radioactive stuff mm-hmm. with like the painter's mask and the full deal to go collect the, the, thing you know because it's i don't know the asteroid might jump out and bite you i don't know understand the point but uh just because it's from space man it might have space germs on it and now they're doing things of like look we're looking at the rocks and dust that came off (laughs) that totally came off the asteroid so this is not this is not just like real life (laughs) we shot a, a spaceship at an asteroid and ran into it, right? That was the old one where, oh yeah, you know, you got the the last frame is like a gravel parking lot, and but that's totally an asteroid, you know. Like the camera cuts out just a little too early, and then 
there's a flash of like a parking lot and then that's it. <laughs> so th- there was that one, but this is even better. This is like, we're going to send a land spacecraft, on land on an asteroid, collect a sample, yep. come back. And we, not only that, not only can we hit the asteroid, collect the sample, come back. We know exactly where we're going to land when we come back. It's going to, we're going to testing facility, we're throwing it down. It's going to land in the Utah testing facility. Okay. Yeah. So it's uh, the news, the local newscast was pretty good too, because it's like, we watched it enter Earth's atmosphere. I'm like, oh, really? You watched it enter Earth's atmosphere? An artist Hmm. rendering. That's, that's, you've got some good eyes. You totally just, oh, there it is. There's the asteroid coming into Earth's atmosphere. And oh, now it's parachuting down. Yeah, it's, even if you're not a crazy flat earther, it's at some point you, you got to question NASA a little bit. Revelations Radio. I am not a crazy flat earther and I question NASA every day. It's horrible. Just making stuff up. <laughs> Justifying that budget. Yeah. Revelations Radio News has decided to be a listener-supported podcast only. It means that you will not hear any advertisements for MeUndies or Simply Safe or uh, Uber or Lockheed Martin. Lockheed, well, definitely not Lockheed Martin. What's I'm thinking of like the podcast ones, though the smaller ones. But Lo- Lockheed Martin is doing the um, is examining the asteroid. Oh, it's good. a Lockheed Martin machine. Yeah, oh yeah, it's very fancy, very expensive. Sure, because it's an asteroid. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. No, no, no. Well, we do have the one sponsor. This means listeners contribute to the show financially. Crochet if store. If we had a sponsor, wouldn't they have to pay us? <laughs> we're we're taking it on faith. After there's some sales, we might get some. Sponsorship money. This means the listeners contribute to the show, both financially and through volunteerism. If you feel you're getting value from our show, please help us by becoming a supporter. We count on you guys to make this work. You got the spreadsheet, Andrew? Yes, sir. First on the list with $25, Danny from Medford, Oregon. Daniel. Nobody's called him Daniel since the fifth grade. <laughs> and next on the list, also give send go a $20 donation from Anonymous. So I'm supposed to say Anonymous, but you put the, the name in there. Thank you, Anonymous person. Yeah, just in case you come across that, that name in your emails or your travels. Okay, I appreciate that. Yeah. Next on the list from give send go, also all give send go today, at least that I can see. Uh, Risky Roberts, $7, Kansas City, Missouri, Chiefs Kingdom. Yeah, and I know who Risky Roberts is. It's not their actual name. but uh, They will have paid attention to that Travis Kelsey story, probably feeling about the same way we did about uh, old Russ Wilson back in the day. That's true. Yeah, yeah. And last on the list, also anonymous, but thank you because it Tim's putting the names in there. Thank you, Tim. Yeah. Uh, 
fifty dollars from parts unknown. That, that came much. in today, and I forgot to add it. I need to to make sure to at least say it out loud. Our good friend David from a uh, cloudy suburb of Boston, Massachusetts, sent in uh, cash money, $25 to the P.O. box. You can keep your water and blankets, just send your cash. Just send your cash. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw you giving him I saw you giving him state secrets in the email, so yeah. <laughs> don't be giving those out to just anybody. Well, I, I, hope, I hope David knows what's going on. He's special. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did true true story. I thought you had just given up on links altogether, yeah. so I'm like, well, hey, you can see the stories here. So. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Well, but no, it. they're they're going to be back. They're so. back. No, I got them back. It's, they're all they're all posted up the last two week, two month, two weeks, two months, whatever it was. You know that that's a serious podcast listeners check the links. Yes. You know, and, I, and only very few ever get back to me if there is or isn't links. So, uh, so it's it's definitely a good thing that we got a more than one person that that noticed they were gone. Absolutely, absolutely. Also, the, uh, on occasion, I'll put uh, "I'm too tired to write the show notes" as the show notes. So I haven't done that yet, but or recently, but. <laughs> also, if you subscribe to us on Substack, I don't know how you're hearing this because I haven't uploaded like the last eight shows, and I really should do that. Yeah, I'm, I haven't done any Substacking lately either. Well, so. yeah. Maybe I should just do like anonymized anecdotes of of my travels. Revelations Radio. fascinating substack content like, yeah hey if you need uh to find a quality gas station restroom between this area and this area i recommend this and stay away from this one yeah twitter account i might work on a twitter account or sub <laughs> substack yeah either one start a blog remember back in the day people just started blogs this is my yeah. blog so there's buddy there's a lot of cool scenery. I, I have seen the blue whale of Katusa. I just not even on purpose, just driving by. Really? And uh, occasionally you see the mushroom cloud like in over Norman. Yeah. So. All right. I have a clip. This is a homeless man preaching a sermon to car full of two kids, two teenagers. And the clip just struck me. It was, it's kind of weird. Like you encounter, Sometimes you encounter people that uh, have gone through a lot, and so they lot a lot lost a lot of themselves. But if they're a Christian, you kind of see more Jesus. And I think that's how it's supposed to work, right? So you lose yourself, you get more Jesus. And uh, this this guy is just randomly in the rain, standing next to a car, holding some food that I assume that the people in the car had just given him. And he goes off on this. Uh, not so incoherent rant. I'm trying to listen to God. I, I got my own flesh and my pulling me here, my own desires, my family, my friends, all these things is, is, is distracting me from the truth. And it's difficult to give in, especially when you're young, man. But if you can go through it, you'll come out like gold. If I can go through the fire. 
They don't want to go through the fire. They went to the lotto and go to Jamaica and the Bahamas and do their own selfish thing. But he said, if you wait till I exalt you, I give you desires of your heart. But it's difficult to wait because everybody in a hurry. Technology, it's, it's fast, it's in a hurry. They're angry, they're frustrated, they got time, they're on the cell phone, they want to text message you, y'all in the same car, you're going to text message him, he's right there. You know what I'm saying? Everybody in a hurry, I don't know where they're going, but when they get there, oh, they're going to be sorry. The faster you try to get there, that career, that money, and you're going to figure it out that, man, it was the journey. It was not the destination. You was in a hurry to get there, to come up, to be this, to be that. And when you get there, you're going to feel discouraged more than you did before you even started to get there. Because it was the journey, the people that you didn't stop to talk to like me at Chicken. The people at the gas station. You was in a hurry to get there, but it was the journey. It was the gas station. It's checkers. It's the journey, not the destination. Because the destination is steadily evolving. We always grow in the wisdom and knowledge and understanding. It's always evolving. And we can never obtain it because it's, it's steadily, constantly evolving. The more humble you be, then the more you can be fulfilled with the truth. But when you think you got it and you're on your way, then you're going to get less of it because can't nobody talk to you. You can't stop. You're in a hurry. I would say this. It's a man with pushing a basket. This man right here, they brilliant now. Don't, don't look at the outside appearance. I've seen him in action. He was pushing a basket. And I was under the bridge. And I was talking to everybody except him. He was the last person I talked to. He said, why didn't you talk to me first? He said, I should have talked. He said, don't you ever pass by a man pushing a basket and don't acknowledge him. I, I never do it in my life again. I talked to the person pushing that basket. How's your day? How you doing? I talked to the homeless people because he said, be careful how you entertain strangers. And most people that, that came off the street and they got their career together, they won't even let you know that they've been through it. They try to act brand new. They, it's a testimony. What you go through, what you go through, it's for us to inspire somebody else. It's for me to pull the weak ones up. It's for you to pull the weak ones up. We don't go through this because of our own selfish reasons. We go through this give them a testimony of how far God has brought me. It was never about me. I thought about me. Why I'm going through this? He said, back up, man. Who you going to inspire? Who you going to tell somebody about the glory and the grace of God if you don't go through it? Get out of yourself. And once I step back, I've been seeing the deep things of God. And so I don't play with it. I don't ask him for a lot. I just say, give me my, my portion for the day. I don't want a lot of things. Just give me enough that I can deal with. He said, I give you, a, but fulfill your bond greater than you can ever ask. I know what you desire, I know what you need. But Lord, give me my portion where I can be grateful. Where I can be thankful. They unthankful, they unholy, they ungrateful. They got a job, they don't want the job. They got 40 hours. You can't work on Saturdays, you can't work on Sundays. Now you got three days. You stay always complaining and griping and murmuring. Stop it. He said, be grateful with the little things. 
and wait and I, I'll put you there. But he gonna put us in a place where they appreciate me in the job. I don't hate going to work. I gotta watch my back, that backstabber. You making the money, but I can't go to the job because I gotta watch my back. They hate us. Put me somewhere where I love going to work. I can get up and they appreciate my work and I blend in. God say, I'm, I'm gonna put you there, but if you wanna get it, go ahead and get it. What do you think about haters? That's a part of the, the balance in life. They hate, they don't know why they hate. Tell them why they hate sometimes. They don't know they hate. It, it's just standard thing. They get angry. He taught. Every way we taught him. They hate. They don't even know why. Mm. Because they don't about to teach them. They don't about to take time to let them know why they're doing things they're doing. And that's the whole purpose of life. Let them know what they're doing wrong if you see it. I always knew I was doing wrong. What about when they showed me long suffering? What about when they forgave me, but I can't forgive him? He did, he made a promise. I made a promise, I didn't fulfill it. Then they go off on me. Well, I gotta go off on him because he didn't fulfill his commitment. That's wrong. You gotta teach. They don't know. The only God they know is through you, mm. through your experience. They don't know about church because you can't go to church because it's a business. And all the church people, it's a clique, it's a club, mm. and they done forgot about God, it's a business. Look here, it's just the world. Ain't nobody being bold and talking about God because don't pray in school, take the prayer out of school, all these things, it's the world. We're getting in a time where God is not popular no more. And if you talk about it, I don't believe in Jesus. I don't believe in God. I believe in this. I don't care what you believe in. Let my spirit speak for me. Mm. Let my action. But it was a time when I was just a hearer and not a doer. Wow. But it got to balance out. You got to go through the fire in order to be a doer too. You're going to be a hearer, then you're going to be a doer. But don't let people throw you off your journey. You can't beat nothing. To, it's between your relationship with God. They can't understand you all the time because you're trying to figure out your way. I'm trying to figure out my way. I can't prove nothing to them all the time. I don't need them to figure me out. All I got to do is just be patient and do what was in my ability, my boundary. I don't need to outstep my boundary. I ain't got to prove nothing to you. You didn't feel me? No. You can't you feel me. I can't put the expectation on you. I don't always feel me, understand me. So that's wrong. Be humble. Acknowledge him in all your ways. When I do wrong, I say something wrong to offend you. Forgive me. I got to say it right away. Get it over with. If I offend somebody at work, look, if, if they persecute me, look at God trying to strengthen me to show them who I serve. I say I believe I'm working with them. Well, teach them. They don't know. They don't know why they're doing that, why they're doing that to me. Let, let your light shine among men. They might glorify your Father in heaven. It's real, man. I experience it all the time, 24-7, but I asked for it. I wanted to be a preacher when I was six, but I didn't know the price I had to pay. Much wisdom, much grief, much sorrow. Ain't no other way you gonna get it. But if you can just go through the fire, you'll be like go. The first thing they do when you go to a pawn shop and take them, what they do? they determine if it's gold plated or, or, or what what they do what kind of test they take it through when you take the jury to the pawn shop 
how do they determine if it's real or fake? They put it through the acid test. They put the fire upon it. This is how we know if we're real or fake. We're gonna go through the fire. You're gonna have disagreement with each other, but it's okay. You're gonna be friends, but if you have a disagreement, it's just a disagreement. That don't mean you ain't gotta see him no more and talk to him or talk to her or whatever. I wanna go to work. I, I don't wanna go to work because they're stressing me out on the job. You feel me? They ain't receiving me with my full potential. And I don't know why I don't want to go to work. I got to understand why. Why don't I want the job? Because something ain't right. And I got to acknowledge it. I ain't going to sell my soul for the job. God said, I'm trying to put you over here. Or I'm trying to let you, let them know through you, let your light shine. But I'm hating on them. Because they ain't feeling me. They don't understand me. Hey Amen. You got to teach them. You see how they flee? Yeah. They want a dollar, want a quarter. He could have got everything that he needed if he just would have been patient, but it's okay. You recording this? Yeah. It's okay. I'm telling the truth. It's all right. I thank God for you. Y'all are blessing to me. A true blessing. I ain't got nothing to hide. My burdens are heavy, but when I'm weak, he's strong through me. He speaks through me. The weaker I get, the more frustrated I get with my life. And I did this, I did that. Then the more he speaks through me, the more he takes control of me. That's just what he wants you at. Get frustrated. That's when he gonna speak through you. But you gotta, you, he gotta get you in that point where ain't nowhere else to go but to him. He said, those that I love, I correct them. Mm. I chastise them. Solomon was the wisest man that lived. He had everything that man could desire. But one thing God said, leave the fire women alone. Mm. But he couldn't understand why he had a desire for the fire women. But see, the Lord knew that they were going to turn his heart against him. They were going to make him idol worship and build a God. But he didn't understand it. And I'm going to say this, the preacher, he searched the world out. He said, I want to know the the, the basis behind wisdom and knowledge and understanding and foolishness. See, you can't know wisdom and knowledge and you should be a fool, but we don't want to be foolish. That's the only way you're going to get it. You got to be a fool first. How you going to know a fool when you see a fool? How you going to know foolishness if you haven't been foolish? Foolishness, it comes with, it's painful. Because we think we all of that. We got a lot of abilities we can create. We can send man to the moon. We can be inventors, but we're limited. If I understand that I'm limited, then that's when God takes control and gives me the wisdom that I, I desire. Humility. Be humble. If you don't understand your purpose, ask God. But ask him in sincerity. What's my purpose, God? Did you ever ask that question? What's my purpose? Why I'm here? What am I meant to do? But sometimes he can't tell us all at once. It might be too much. Anyway, the ask God your purpose got me, and then the 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 more I get beat down, the more what is it? The more I get beat down, the more the Lord uses me to speak. Those are uh, those are an encouraging word because I think they're true, and I think that sometimes we go through hardships, and that's just so we can talk about them on the other end and and be helpful. Yeah, yeah, that was good. <clears throat> 
words of wisdom right there. Yeah, quite a few. Quite a few. Thanks for sticking with me through the clip. It's not the easiest to understand, but man, is I thought it was real good. He wanted to be a preacher since he was six. That video currently has several million views, so. (laughs) (laughs) I believe it. It's the long way around, but we got there. Preaching to millions of people now. Well, I don't have anything else that we need to talk about. That's good. Leave it there if you want. Yeah, I'm tired. I I hit a wall. I didn't have caffeine too late today. You drink caffeine late in the afternoon. And I, I can go right to sleep, don't get me wrong, but I, I just don't think it's a good sleep. Yeah, I, yeah I've, I'm not one to give advice, but uh, yeah, I try to avoid caffeine later in the day. But I still, I go to sleep fine. I just wake up at yeah know, one or two or three or four in the morning and can't go back to sleep. But. Yeah, that's a problem. All right, guys, well, thanks for checking in. Thanks for listening. I hope that everybody out there is having a good week. Had a good September. I guess we're on into October here in just a few days. So uh, is this season 1700, season 48, season for each month, like a season 100? I don't know. Of our podcast? Yeah. If each month was a season. 334. It's uh, we're over a third of the way to a thousand. Wow, this is about when I started listening to No Agenda. I think we were in the threes somewhere. Yeah, and you told me about it. I think I was probably in the five hundreds or so. Four or fives, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening, and uh, yeah, hope. I mean, hey, words of wisdom. Like I couldn't have said it better. You ever ask God, what's your purpose, why you're here? He makes it so simple. I think it's because he's so humble and he's not distracted by all these worldly possessions that we have. But I think that's good advice. Ask the Lord why you're here. What's your purpose? Yeah, and humble yourself to try and <laughs> and find out you know, what that is. That's the... The other part. What, what, he's, what he's talking about with people, you know, complaining about their jobs, complaining about this and that. But there, it's kind of a self obsession, yeah. right? So you can't. <laughs> I don't know where they're all going, but when they get there, ooh, they're going to be sad. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, another Chris White podcast out too. Meant to mention that. So, did you listen to it already? Yep. Yeah, it's good. I gotta check it out. Maybe we'll talk about it next week. All right. That's good. Until next week, there's always more football, Andrew. There's always more football. There's always more football. There's not always more football players if they keep taking Pfizer vaccines, but there's always more football. Yeah. Amen to that. All right, guys. We'll talk to you guys next week. See you later. Thank you. A copy of this podcast, as well as links to each story covered, are available at revelationsradionews.com. To contact Andrew and Tim, or to support Revelations Radio News, please visit revelationsradionews.com and click on the Contact tab or Support tab. Please check out the other podcasts at revelationsradionetwork.com, and thank you for your support of this podcast. Don't you say-
shoes are bad. Beef is good. Eggs Politicians are, are pedophiles. Eggs are good. Politicians <laughs> are pedophiles. Everything uh, everything you learned in school is wrong. Yeah. Starting with the shape of the earth. Mainly kin- <laughs> mainly from like the kindergarten through fifth grade formative years, unless it has to do with reading comprehension or mathematics. It was probably a lie. Um, uh, even the math is bad now. Yeah, I don't even know what's yeah. happening in math. So uh, it's it's bad. It's all bad. Math is bad, says the English major. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, I feel like the, seed, the Bill seed Gates oil's math bad. is bad. Yeah, seed oil is bad. Five uh, G bad. Uh, cell phones bad. Uh, family good. Walking in the grass with no shoes good. Yeah. Uh, copper. Copper good. Seems uh, to be good. Iron undecided. Left left alone. No, I, undecided. I, it's just that you already have probably too much or plenty of iron that's the deal with iron shoes are bad fake christmas trees does that does they prevent sudden death or do you have to go with the real christmas tree (laughs) christmas tree death they're 140 feet tall they can be dangerous but uh, yeah yeah seems seems like it would be dangerous (laughs) kids are good family is good face to face is good on screens is bad um Masks are bad. Masks are bad. That mask definitely bad. Vaccines all bad. Um, yes. Let's see. There's, there's a gal posted that she that her cat had died um, because of the rabies vaccine, mm-hmm. which she just took because of compliance. It was yep. an indoor cat, and yep. she didn't I've need. And I and I responded and said, "I'm sorry for your loss, but." All vaccines are just for compliance. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, it's weird looking back at all my vet trips. There was always like a, you know, one of the receptionists or one of the nurses or. Well, I don't vaccinate my dog either. Oh. Oh, after you said no to the. Yeah. The vaccines. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Certainly, all the bad food, all the. Chemtrails. Poisons and the chem. Man, we got chemtrailed badly the last couple days i saw that it's like holy moly uh 